0: Okay, this is pretty awesome. So if you are into science-backed products when it comes to your health, your gut health, but also woman-owned products, I must introduce you to Equilibria. I'm so thankful I discovered them this year. I mean, Equilibria, they help you take on your wellness journey knowing that you have a dedicated one-on-one support to help you achieve your goals. So it's not like you're just taking a pill mindlessly. You actually get one-on-one support. That's awesome. And their signature product, which is EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, it comes in a convenient three-in-one capsule form. And so this is specifically formulated to bolster digestive health and fortify gut barrier protection, among other benefits. And we know that a balanced gut not only enhances our immunity but also contributes to our overall mental well-being. And our quality of sleep, of course, having efficient digestion, and even radiant skin. But what distinguishes Equilibria's probiotic supplement is its meticulous selection, which is tailored to women's health needs. And of course, like I said, science-backed, and they're also ensuring affordability without compromising potency. And as someone who once struggled pretty severely with gut health issues for years, I intensified my focus on gut health in, I'd say, around 2020 and I'm thrilled to have recently discovered these products this year as, of course, they're backed by research for women's well-being, they're women-owned, and they support overall microbiome health, warding off harmful bacteria and enhancing our nutrient absorption. So head to myeq.com and use code MAGIC for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code MAGIC at checkout for 15% off site-wide today.
1: First, figure out within, so maybe before creating do a little meditation and allow yourself to just relax and allow yourself to let go of your expectations at least a little bit and maybe have a look at what other people are creating and just have a look at how many different ways and styles there are to express yourself and honestly what is perfect there is no such thing as perfect especially in art (laughs)
0: Now let the magic begin. Hello, hello, dear listener, me Thank you for tuning in to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And today we're taking a stroll down memory lane, revisiting a conversation that first graced our presence in 2019. It's an episode that definitely left a mark on my heart, and I'm just thrilled to reshare it with you once more, especially for those that have not heard this episode before, and those who are very creative and perhaps would love to make a living doing so, aligning passions with their purpose. So it's nice to rekindle this magic with the incredible Annie Tarasova, who is healing from the enchanting lands of Australia, a place I truly love. And Annie is an artist whose creativity knows no bounds. She gave birth to her Etsy venture, Dreamy Moons, back in 2016, which is a sanctuary of celestial-inspired art. And the shop quickly became a resounding success, as she so deserves, because she really does put her heart and soul into this. And she's also a lover of yoga, meditation, spirituality, astrology, and the profound beauty of solo travel. And so join us as we dive into the world of ink, watercolor, and the boundless imagination of Annie Tarasova herself. And we also explore insights on self-love, manifestation practices, and the transformative power of creating your own magic and so with all that being said i believe it is time to let the magic begin again with annie tarasova I am so, so excited about this. I'm so thankful as well that the Yomi's introduced me to you because then I started to just dive into everything you're doing and I just, I love what you're putting out there. Oh,
1: I'm so glad we found each other. Well, even though I knew about you beforehand because I've been listening to the podcast on flights and while driving and painting. Oh
0: my gosh. I seriously have I like tears in my eyes right now, as cheesy as that sounds, but that just, I, when I saw you while well, watching your YouTube videos, looking at your Instagram, I was like, whoa, there's something about her that I just felt yeah. so connected to. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> well, before we begin, do you want to do like a, I'll, I usually say, I've never done this with a guest before, but for whatever reason, it feels right mm-hmm. with you. Um, I always say, like, a little prayer to deliver a shared truth. Of course. Dear angels and divine guidance, may you use Annie and I as a vessel to deliver a shared truth from our hearts and allowing our ego of our mind to float away as we stay present and open. With love and compassion, and in tune with you, in tune with our soul, and bring to light whatever message, whatever message is from our lives that will help everyone listening in one way or another. Aho.
1: That was beautiful.
0: Ah, <laughs> thank you. It felt so right to do that with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Also, I'm really excited about this one because there are just so many different categories in a sense where I want to tap upon. And so I thought that this would have like a little bit of a flow where I can highlight different chapters in a sense because you radiate so much in creativity and having your own soulful business and solo travel and manifestation mm-hmm. and self-love all the things I love so much yeah. <laughs> and so I'll just be interweaving a lot of SoulTriber questions mm-hmm. that were about those topics as well along the way along with the questions that I intend to ask you does that sound yeah. good? Sounds amazing. I'm so excited. By the way, how's Adelaide? Because I might be, I don't know if I'll be in Adelaide, but I'll definitely be in Australia in the fall of like US fall. (laughs) So that would be your spring? it's, It's amazing. Let
1: me know. We have some amazing beaches. I think South Australia is quite like underrated because everyone just goes to the East Coast and the East Coast is beautiful, but there's just something about South Australian coastline and beaches that's just like, oh,
0: I've already done the East Coast, Australia. So yeah, the South, I love underrated. I love it when things aren't so tainted and you just feel like you are immersing yourself in this true authentic culture. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm going to look at Adelaide then and just around there. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'll show you around. Oh, Annie, I love you. And if please come to the (laughs) States, if you ever decide you want to venture to Park City, Utah, because that's where I am right now. It's so beautiful by the way. I'll show you around here. <laughs> oh, amazing. That would be so so good. <laughs> oh, Utah is magical. I I did not appreciate it. I did not appreciate it at all when I was growing up here. And then I came here after living like all over the world and I was like, "What? This is <laughs> this is paradise. It's winter paradise. But this is paradise. It's so crazy."
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that when I even though I grew up in Russia, um I consider Australia home yeah. and whenever I travel, I just come back home to Australia and I'm just like, why did I ever leave? It's just-
0: <laughs> to appreciate your home more. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Like there are just these spots yeah. where we were planted for a reason. Absolutely. I agree. When I was living in Hawaii, I was instead of everybody was on the beach, but I was always running in the forest to so trying to find like a mountain to mm-hmm. climb. And I realized it's because I'm a forest child and a mountain girl. <laughs> yes,
1: that's so true. Very
0: true. First, I just must ask, what excites you most in your life right now?
1: um Art, always, always art. I'm doing something that I'm passionate about, and it's just constantly growing, and I'm growing with it. If, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Because, oh my God. Because you know, you always change, and the way I express myself always slightly changes, and That is what excites me because every time I create something, it's new and it's exciting. And even though it's my business, it just doesn't feel like work to me. So I'm excited to do anything that's related to art and creation.
0: That's the way it should be. It shouldn't feel like work. (laughs) Like In a sense, I'm working right now, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like I'm just hanging out with a magical being right now named Annie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: That happens when you do something that you are truly passionate about it just it just flows and yeah. it just feels so natural and yeah
0: <laughs> and a lot of the tribers have a lot of questions on artwork and making mm-hmm. that your living but also just tapping into that creativity yeah. but first I'd really love to hear about your journey and the why and the how, how and why you infuse yourself into art and into spirituality and listening to the call of your soul.
1: Yeah, so so I was born and I grew up in the Russian countryside. Um, it was honestly just like the best childhood memories—just running around the forest and collecting berries and making magical potions out of like rose petals and dirt. So, oh. <laughs> so I had that connection to nature as a child. Um, But when I moved to Australia and went to high school, um, I kind of just, I lost that connection with myself and I got a bit depressed and started experiencing like problems with my skin, digestion. So I went to my uh, naturopath and she introduced me to a vegan lifestyle, which actually like I had no idea how much food um, affects your mood. And oh. It's, it's just crazy. Uh, but basically, vegan lifestyle helped me to regain that connection with the earth again. And yeah, it, it it affects your spiritual state as well. It's just, yeah, I had no idea. But it just makes so much sense. Because just like all things, food has energy. And when you fill your body with high vibrational foods, you literally get into high vibrational states. So Long story short, vegan lifestyle opened my mind to energy around me and that is when I became interested in what is beyond what we can see basically yeah
0: oh I completely understand and plus Mm -hmm. whatever you're eating you're eating like you just said that energy of whatever it is and whatever mood it was in and plants they're just so high vibrational foods whereas if you know you're eating something that just passed I mean they might have been in fear they might have been scared they might have been angry and you could potentially be taking that on yeah
1: absolutely yeah Um, And when it comes to my creativity and when I started actually expressing myself, um, it's actually like started since I was little because, you know, we had no phones, no internet. So my main entertainment was making my own books. So I would literally write a story and illustrate it and staple the pages together and I have just stacks and stacks of my books. My mom kept them all. <laughs> and uh, finally enough, this is exactly what I do now as an adult, just on a bigger scale. And, yeah, I, I feel like your inner child just knows what you're meant to do in life.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you knew, you knew you always wanted to be an artist.
1: Yeah, um, but it was – an interesting path that I had to go through to like get back to myself get back to what I was doing when I was little because when I went to high school even though I planned to study art or design in a university I actually got scared of the competition in the creative field because just so many people want to do what I wanted to do so I went to study natural health science Um, I was still very interested in that, but after two years, something just didn't feel right. I had zero time for creativity, and I just started feeling like I was losing touch with my creative side. So while I was at university, I opened my Etsy shop during moons to motivate me to create. So I thought to myself, if people like my art, then I will actually have motivation and a purpose to paint again. So after a few months, my Etsy shop took off and I found myself spending more time painting than studying. And that's when I decided to take a break from uni. And then my like plans changed from taking a break to officially quitting and pursuing my true passion. <laughs>
0: Wow. I love that you listened to those little pings and you followed it and you're like, maybe, just maybe Mm -hmm. I'll create this Etsy shop and we'll see how it goes. Only two months, two Mm -hmm. months. It usually takes people years. And that doesn't mean that they're not supposed to do it, but that really Mm -hmm. just shows like you're really meant at this moment to do what you're doing. And that's beautiful. Plus you have such a brilliant creative mind. And so you're gifting the world with so much, (laughs) so much beauty.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm just, it's the best decision I have ever made and I'm so happy that I can do what I love and other people love it too and connect with it. (laughs) It's amazing.
0: So I'll continue talking about Annie's (laughs) creative chapter now. That's what I'm calling these little sections. Like here's Annie's creative chapter Mm -hmm. in this book of an episode (laughs) because what you're creating though, it just deeply resonates with me, like I've said, and also many of those listening perhaps because the universe is the muse and we all, that's what we care to really. Yes. Yes. And so when did you realize that you wanted to draw the universe? You wanted to dedicate your life to drawing more about spirituality Mm -hmm. and helping people get in tune with the universe and the moon
1: so from the very beginning actually because I felt like that was you know the missing piece in my life because I was going to university coming back home studying doing the same thing every day so I was not only losing touch with my creative side but also losing touch with my spiritual side so I basically (laughs) combined both into one (laughs) so yeah
0: wow (laughs) isn't that so interesting we all go through those phases on the spiritual path even if I feel like everybody's on a spiritual journey whether they know it or not every single person
1: absolutely yeah yeah
0: but let's say we are conscious of it and we lose it for a little bit I think that that's a part of everybody I've lost it before and I felt so Mm -hmm. out of touch with myself you know I just Mm -hmm. didn't feel right but what I had to do honestly is like you said just Dedicate your life, like begin to create something that is about that, that really lights you up. And the study of spirituality lights me up. The study of creativity and magic lights me up. And so yes. I think that's huge for everybody. Whatever whatever it is that lights them up, that's mm-hmm. the way to tap into your spiritual side and feel like you are aligned in that way is to do that, whatever it is. And for you, it's the moon yes. <laughs> and nature.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> Painting the moon nature it just puts me into that flow state where I just I I feel the energy and I feel the connection and I feel like I'm just surrounded by love and oh it's beautiful
0: you are nature is so love it's the most loving I feel the most inspired when I'm in nature I have to at least spend much of my day in it even in this cold weather (laughs) And I know as well, like we've talked about you're deeply in tune and connected with Mama Moon. So what does she represent for you and how do you stay in her flow? I believe someone else also had a similar question. Let's mm-hmm. see. Erica Busby did too. So she's curious as well.
1: Yeah. So d- the moon definitely like evokes different feelings and emotions in different people. For me, it just, when whenever I look at the moon, it just allows me to feel small and to realize, that there is so much we don't know about the world and that you are so small in perspective of the entire universe. And yeah, it just makes me think that there is just so much, so much that we just have no idea about it. And it's, it's scary, but it's comforting at the same time. And it's just inspiring yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah you know like when you look up and you see the moon, it's seen you grow. you know you've looked up at her since you were a child mm-hmm. and she's seen you grow and she's it's a, it's like she's mm-hmm. been with you and if you believe in past lives, I feel like she's just seen them all. Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely, and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. And also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, hormone harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code MAGIC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code MAGIC. Magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that I'm also curious, do you have a process to help you tap more deeply into your creativity? Uh,
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Definitely spending time in nature because, you know, it's just easy for me to be inspired because I love creating so much. But time in nature absolutely grounds me, puts things into perspective and helps me brainstorm. Um, But I have at least three projects happening all at the same time and before they're all complete I have ideas for like 10 more wow. so for me it's more of a problem like selecting one thing to do and <laughs> following through with it rather than you know thinking of ideas.
0: <laughs> I feel yeah we're on the same boat there but that's oh. good it's better to be open and you know be inspired all the time. Do you ever run into creative blocks where you just feel stuck and uninspired.
1: I have a couple of times in the past. Um, I feel like taking your mind completely off creating helps because sometimes you know we try so hard to overcome a creative block that we focus so much on having a block which actually makes it worse so sometimes it's good to let it go completely like take your mind off anything creative do something completely opposite and it will come to you
0: that's brilliant I also have to ask, how did you find your unique artistic style?
1: So funnily enough, I don't even know if I have a style yet because I personally don't (laughs) see it yet. Because I love experimenting still and working with colours that are inspired by the universe and I love doing like cosmic illustrations and working with pressed flowers and just combining nature with paint. So I, I feel like I'm still on that journey to find my style Uh, other people see it I don't yet (laughs) but yeah I'm not not too sure
0: (laughs) I absolutely think that's so adorable because you do have a very unique and very distinct style and of of course course you can see yes there's something that just it really stands out in its own way I feel like I've seen others that have probably been inspired by it Mm -hmm. but nothing like yours so thank you so much (laughs) oh I love it I love it so here's some soul triber questions for this creative chapter Mm -hmm. Rachel Dudley asks what was the pivotal moment when you knew it was the right decision decision to leave the traditional university path and pursue your art which you kind of talked about but maybe you can elaborate on and then also she wants to know what inspires your spiritual animal pieces
1: Mm, okay so to answer the first question the moment when I realized that I need to pursue art rather than keep going to university is when I realized that I was spending more time creating than studying and I realized I was more excited about creating rather than going to university yes. um
0: yeah oh. So wise, (laughs) so wise.
1: So I asked for the spirit animal pieces. My very first one was the elephant. It's a picture, a painting of a girl hugging an elephant and the elephant is like these cosmic colors and there is a moon crescent above. So I actually just like had a vision of that image when I was just about to go to bed. (laughs) You know, when you're about to sleep and you just start having these little like dreams. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I just imagined that, and I was like, "Holy!" and I was like, "Oh my god, that would be an amazing painting." So I wrote it down in my phone notes, and I painted it the next day.
0: And you <laughs> made it a reality on yes, paper,
1: yes. bringing that's- like something from imagination to reality. I think that's my favorite process. My favorite thing about creation because you take something from your mind and you put it on paper, on something physical.
0: And so other people can see your thoughts.
1: Wow, seriously,
0: (laughs) (laughs) so amazing! You can see people's thoughts and actually what they (laughs) probably vision when they're in spirit. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) So, and also hugging an elephant is my. I mean, I've hugged an elephant once in Thailand. Good ethical, of course. A very the one of the. I think it was the only ethic, actually ethical uh, sanctuary in thailand i should probably put a link of what it was below i just I can't remember off the top oh, of my head
1: That would be amazing and you have too right i have been to thailand but i have never actually touched an elephant before and
0: that is going to happen i mean you already drew it so yes the universe is working to make it happen oh yeah <laughs> sophia balash i hope i pronounce her last name right <laughs> asks how can we overcome the fear of not creating something meaningful or art that's aesthetically beautiful and let go of limiting self-talk while in the process of creating yeah Ooh, that's such a great question
1: so that's it's definitely important to separate what you want people to see and what you want to create because of course I aesthetically beautiful you know there is so much that is art sorry there is so much art that is aesthetically beautiful but there is not as much art that actually makes you feel and came from the heart and I feel like the viewer of your artwork will always be able to tell if you created that for its aesthetical beauty Or if it's something that came from your heart. So definitely focus on creating what makes you personally feel. Because people will be able to tell.
0: And also you can't please everybody. It doesn't invoke emotion for everybody if they're not open to it. you know. But I think that's the best advice ever. Is Mm -hmm. to not worry about invoking emotion in somebody. But just to really create from the heart. That's the best advice.
1: I always tell people that there is no good art. And there is no bad art. There is art that makes you feel and art that doesn't. There's art that you can connect with and art that you don't. And obviously, every single person will connect to a different art piece and they will connect to it differently. But paint and create what personally makes you feel and connect.
0: Ooh, I love that. Say the first two statements one more time. The first two sentences.
1: There is no such thing as good art. Uh-huh or bad art there is art that makes you feel and connect and there's art that doesn't make you feel something or Ugh. connect to it
0: if i use twitter i would tweet that <laughs> <laughs> biggest compliment ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a future instagram post when i'm finally back on <laughs> quote by annie tarasova <laughs> amazing <laughs> And this one from Brooke Taylor is actually slightly similar, Mm -hmm. but it has a different angle about comfort zones. And I think a lot of people are curious about this as well. I mean, I am too. So Mm -hmm. Brooke Taylor asks, I'd love if you talk about stepping out of your comfort zone and allowing yourself to create without expectation. I'm an extreme perfectionist and would love to create without that part of me. Love to you both. Love Mm -hmm. you too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's very interesting. I feel like that is something that you should first figure out within. So maybe before creating, do a little meditation and allow yourself to just relax and allow yourself to let go of your expectations at least a little bit and Maybe have a look at what other people are creating and just have a look at how many different ways and styles there are to express yourself. And there is just so much out there and there is so much inspiration and you don't have to stick to one thing. And honestly, what is perfect? There is no such thing as perfect, especially in art.
0: (laughs) That's the one thing. And whenever someone says, I want to feel perfect, I want to look perfect. It's like, what does that mean? I don't understand. By the way, (laughs) the crescent moon just made its appearance out my window and it is like smiling at me. It looks like the Cheshire cat smiling at me. I just took a picture of it. I'll send it to you later. (laughs) Yes, It is so magical. And it's like, cause it's just starting to become night here. And it's just so interesting Mm -hmm. that at this time, the moon, she decides to make her appearance. Of course. It's perfect. That's divine timing. It's divine timing. Indeed. Anyways, Emma Rose Walsh. She writes, my favorite ever, <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of exclamation points. And Emma asks, how does she put herself into a creative headspace? And how does she not fear the judgment of being so open about her spirituality? Ooh,
1: that's good. Mm, Interesting. I feel like I'm not afraid of judgment just because I'm so comfortable in myself. And I know what makes me feel good. And I just like to share that with the world because I know some people will feel the same way (laughs) about this. Um, So I've let go of fear of judgment a while ago, just because I just accepted who I am and what I love doing. Yes.
0: Amen to that. (laughs) And that's true. And it's one of those things when people say, how do I let go of judgment? It's so hard to really really explain in words mm-hmm. it happens when you get more in tune and you become more silent and you do something that sparks your yeah that makes you happy and you do I think honestly for you, you really you're doing what really makes you happy, and so you it doesn't matter,
1: yeah, exactly because um as we've said before, you can't please everyone, and if you let opinions of every single person get to you um you know, you won't just going to sit in a box and like not do anything. Because- yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> then this, I mean, this podcast was about to not be created because I remember Ali and I were like, ooh, do we really want to, you know, mm-hmm. was if we were nervous about uh-huh. it at first. Yeah, you just really got to follow those pings because you're being inspired by them for whatever reason. And then it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even if it, let's say it even, you know, I realize something. If something Mm -hmm. fails, because I've had a lot of stuff fail in my life, it Mm -hmm. still led to this, you know, it still leads to something else.
1: Yeah. I look at failure as a myth because failure to me doesn't exist because all that is, is lessons, opportunities for growth and wisdom. That is what you get from failure. So definitely every single time you fail, it's the universe leading you to the path that you're meant to be on. That's how I look at it.
0: Oh, and how you look at it is, I believe, 100%. Yes, I'm so glad. I love that. I'm going to get that tattooed. (laughs) Failure is a myth. (laughs) So now for your soulful business chapter, Mm -hmm. how did you come up with the name Dreamy Moons?
1: So actually, when I first began, I started um my shop consisted of watercolor moons only. <laughs> so I just painted moons with watercolors. Um and there's there was like five different moons with different colours. So I just thought of dreaming moons just because it had moons. That's all. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they're dreaming. Yeah,
1: I didn't expect <laughs> to like really expand and do different things, but mm, that was the beginning. Moons.
0: <laughs> well, you're also just doing a phenomenal job not only creating but being true to yourself in your creation and true to your audience and what they're interested in because, of course, it's always aligned. Um, and just being of great influence to them because you're so positive and so uplifting. And it's it's amazing to see. And do you ever, though, like have hard times in your business where you feel you know, peaks and valleys where you feel in the valley that Mm. you are a little out of touch? And if so, how do you realign?
1: Mm, Interesting question. Um, What do you define as the valley?
0: A hard time. Like it's almost a challenge. The universe is testing you in some way or you're afraid that you might lose it all or Mm -hmm. something happens that disrupts it. Okay.
1: I have never... I have never had like serious problems like that Um, but I feel like one of the hardest lessons like I had to learn is to do with money because I come from a middle-class low-income family so I've been taught to save every single dollar all my life. So when I started my own business and I had to buy packaging, painting supplies, and pay for printing, pay for shipping, it was very hard to allow myself to actually invest money into what I do. So um, I knew I had to, so I had to let go of the belief that I had to save every single dollar. And as soon as I allowed my money to flow out, even more flowed in. So now I have a really good relationship with that and I feel abundant and that is what's important. So... I sometimes have months where I don't earn as much, and months where I earn well, like Christmas and holiday times. But I allow myself to feel abundant even in times where I don't make as much because because I realize that it's like money is energy, and it comes in and it goes out, and you can't just focus on lack of it and lack of abundance. You have to still make sure you feel abundant because that is what's attractive
0: (laughs) oh absolutely and so that's so good to know that even in those times Mm because we all have them we all have our moments in our businesses where the flow the cash flow isn't as expansive as it (laughs) can sometimes be (laughs) but to not let that stump you it's almost like it happens with every single business but just take that as a time where It might be like wake up to something or it might just be like, it's okay. Just keep going and you're still just as abundant. It's not going to make any difference. But that's a hard mindset for people to get into. What would you advise for people that are in a scarce mindset and they need a shift and maybe they're coming from low income or they might have money, but they just are very frugal and hold on to it. So shift that mindset from scarcity to abundance, especially in business. And just in life. (laughs) yeah
1: yeah of course abundance is about everything definitely not just about business it's about you know people around you and how happy like if you feel happy and healthy you are abundant for I personally think uh to shift that mindset gratitude is your key (laughs) yes um being grateful for what you have and journaling writing it down saying affirmations to yourself meditating and focusing on the feeling of gratitude even if you don't believe you have that much to be grateful for you you do I mean you you do we have so much even though it's not even if you don't have as much money it doesn't mean you don't have anything you know there's so much to be grateful for
0: Absolutely. Even your cup of coffee in the morning or (laughs) the love that Mm -hmm. surrounds you with the people that are around you, just anything. It doesn't, we always are in a state of comparison. Ooh, I didn't even put this question down, but how, Mm -hmm. what do you ever look at and compare yourself to other people and feel like you want to live up to them in some way or do you just stay in your own lane?
1: Oh, I definitely, definitely have some people that I look up to or compare myself to, but I try—not I try—I do. I use that energy not in a in a way that makes me feel negative, but in a way that makes me feel like healthy competition. Like, or if I see this person is doing well. I use that energy to improve myself and my work. Mm,
0: Yes, all all energies like that because the energy cannot ever be created or destroyed. So to use that energy, otherwise it's just going to be suppressed and it's going to be created in another way or it's going to be used in another way that you might Mm -hmm. not really have so much control over. So that's so wise to use that comparison energy where we might feel like a slight bit of envy or something and just shift that envy Mm -hmm. into something for yourself, yes, definitely. Oh, I love that. Okay, so here's some business questions from the Yomis. Uh, Vesta Day asks, "I want to open an Etsy shop to sell my paintings. What do I have to expect? Do you have any advice?" Love from Italy.
1: So Etsy, Etsy is an amazing platform to start selling because people can find your shop through Etsy rather than if you have a website. Do you have to like? Promote that website, um, but Etsy is amazing. I suggest using. I suggest taking first of all taking really good photos, high quality photos of your art, because that is what people look at when they look at your shop. That's they see the photos. Make sure you use product tags um, because that is how people can search you things and find it through Etsy, and just enjoy the journey it might not take off right away but don't let it discourage you because if you keep doing what you love eventually it will all happen for you
0: Heather Johnson she's screaming ah so exciting (laughs) (laughs) how did you know to listen to your heart when deciding to have art as your career and also any tips for making art a career also so many other girls asked this question like hannah kudak and kayla gonsalves and others so yeah, yeah. a lot of so people want to know
1: how i knew that i wanted to do that is like i said in the beginning i used to do that as a kid that is what i did in my spare time i would paint make my own little books write my stories illustrate that is what I did when I was little. <laughs> so, and it just felt right to do it now because that is still what I'm passionate about. So, yeah, yeah. Um, tips on making art a career. First of all, definitely make sure that that is what you are passionate about and that is what you want to do. If you don't know what to create, Express your feelings and emotions. Try experiment, try different mediums, try watercolors, try pastels, if that is what you're into. It's definitely all about experimentation and trying what works for you. And if you fail, it doesn't matter because that is a lesson learned. So definitely just stay persistent, give it time, be patient. And make sure that is what you are actually passionate about. Yes,
0: and then let's say they are—they know they have their art that they love to do. They love pastels, and they want to mm-hmm. begin selling it. Do you recommend like just creating the Etsy shop, or
1: I think Etsy is a great place to start, definitely. Yeah. Um, and once you see that it's because it's just so easy. Etsy is such an easy to use and such a user friendly platform. I I love it. Um, but then if you If it's taking off and you feel like you're ready for a website and for expansion, then go for it. (laughs) But Etsy is a great place to start. I love Etsy.
0: Sophia Gilberg, what is your biggest fear relating to your business?
1: Mm, Biggest fear. I feel like any person who has their own business has a fear that in a couple of years they will no longer be relevant (laughs) and people will just not care enough <laughs> but i feel like i feel like if it's something that you can't really avoid if people you know you can't control how people feel about your art so if you just do what you love that is that is just your best way to create just doing what you love and painting and creating what you Love, (laughs) yeah,
0: that's truly what you just said is the probably my biggest fear, too. It haunts me, Mm -hmm. and when I recognize that, though, I just have to remember, like you said, that if it there is ever a moment of failure or like the bottom of the valley, then. Mm To know that that bottom of the valley has another path opening and that path is going to just lead you somewhere else. And it's probably going to be even better Definitely. than where you were before if you're yeah. open.
1: And I feel like it's important to remember why you started doing what you do. Because for mm. me, my initial intention for, for opening an Etsy shop was to reconnect with my creative and spiritual side. So I didn't care about money then that was my intention so it's important to keep that purpose and keep that intention
0: absolutely your why is with whatever you do that is everything Mm -hmm. to really stay in tune yeah oh I love that um Erica Joy all the graphic design secrets to she wants to know all of them all (laughs) of them all of them <laughs> to turning the vision in her head into a physical journal. Okay, so definitely
1: it's it all depends on the artist and what I do might not work for you. I personally love first sketching on paper and then scanning and working on the illustration digitally, and it's definitely worth investing into really good programs such as InDesign and Photoshop and Illustrator because it's definitely worth the money, even though it's expensive. But yeah, so my advice is first put it down on paper, and then work on it digitally. That's what I do. And
0: you're showing the universe that you are stepping into that abundant mindset versus scarce, which (laughs) will definitely do wonders for you in the long run. (laughs) Because that is an expensive program. But yes, I even I think I I don't ever use it. But I have one of them. Mm -hmm. And I never use it. (laughs) <laughs> i should uh now oh yes i'm so excited for this one the traveling chapter so oh yeah because you and i could totally geek out about solo travel because i too uh-huh. have been a happy solo traveler for years so why do you love traveling solo
1: Ah, uh, solo travel is just so different rather than traveling with people. Because when you're by yourself, you connect with your surroundings so much better because you're not distracted by a presence of another person. You're not distracted by conversation. It's just you and the, wor- and the world. <laughs> just It's just you and the world. And you, you can just fully engage all of your senses and really listen to your intuition. That's what I noticed when I'm traveling solo. My intuition is so much stronger. Oh, yeah. When I'm with someone else, I'm like more like I'm like relying on them like when I travel with my boyfriend I kind of like rely (laughs) rely on him a lot and I don't really listen to my intuition as much but when I'm by myself intuition I rely on my intuition so on myself yeah (laughs) and yeah,
0: yeah it is heightened you're right Because you, I mean, we're human and we're in survival mode, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. the greatest moments of discovery, especially of your soul and with yourself, is when you are in a completely foreign country uh, with uh, around nobody that you, I mean, around people that you just don't know and learning how to walk and survive and enjoy it all alone. (laughs) Yes,
1: you learn so much about yourself and the world around you. It's so
0: much. So where have been some of your favorite places to travel solo? Oh, and um, it looks like Lucy Budge and Heather Johnson and some other yummies asked for that. So curious.
1: Awesome. My favorite place to travel solo is 100% always New Zealand. I love New Zealand so much. I've been about seven times in the past three years. (laughs)
0: Wow. Yep. Oh my gosh. South and north of New Zealand. What part of New Zealand's your favorite?
1: My favorite is the South. I visited the North Island for the very first time um, last week actually. And it was it was great. It reminded me more of Australia. Um, but the South Island just has a different energy to it. And I love the mountains. And the South Island has amazing mountains. And it's just me. It's just for me. <laughs> Ooh,
0: maybe we'll actually meet in South New Zealand. <laughs> I need oh, to go there. I was in North. You've been? No, I was in North New Zealand because my friend Emma's there. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was also traveling mm-hmm. solo. Well, I got there with two of my friends. And then mm-hmm. we wanted to do our own solo travel you know so yes, yeah. we parted ways and it was magical but I never made it to south and I mm, wanted to you must.
1: it's so yeah. beautiful it reminds me of Canada
0: oh I love Canada <laughs> I could see myself there <laughs> oh, and so
1: many forests <laughs> you'd love it
0: <laughs> oh that's me yep <sighs> oh and can you think of one of your greatest lessons traveling alone
1: what I realized traveling solo is like 95% of people are willing to help I can always ask how I get to a destination or how I buy a train ticket or what time it is like one time a stranger actually allowed me to use hotspot from their phone so I could order uber
0: (laughs) that's cool yeah that's so nice I know seriously the people that are around there are your mm-hmm. greatest tools <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I were just stranded alone that would be something that'd be an adventure to go somewhere mm-hmm. where nobody is oh um. seriously
1: of course um, it's important to always listen to your gut and if someone <laughs> looks untrustworthy like it's better not to approach but yeah most of the people are nice which is amazing
0: absolutely Caitlin Camp this is kind of similar but it might be different what trip changed your life the most and why
1: I feel like it was actually my first solo trip to New Zealand South Island I don't know New New Zealand just has a lot of memories and all of them have been so incredible and I just remembered the very first time I traveled solo New Zealand which was three years ago in April and I just felt this freedom and like I'm capable of doing anything and I just had the most beautiful time and so many like little coincidences and synchronicities happened and it was just really really good memories even though I did flip a van on that trip it was (gasps) amazing
0: (laughs) were you renting a van yes (laughs) (gasps) you flipped it oh my gosh and you're okay though (gasps)
1: <gasps> yeah yes we were okay but yeah I slept on gravel so now I'm terrified of gravel roads
0: <laughs> really whoa yeah. wow but
1: apart from that it was magical <laughs>
0: wow did you learn something from that
1: <laughs> oh absolutely never drive on gravel in a van <laughs>
0: oh, <there you> <laughs> that works oh man <laughs> Zoe Rosa is curious why you think it's important to travel in nature
1: Because you are nature, so surrounding yourself with nature is like surrounding yourself with yourself and it's just, it's just the best energy and that's, that's how I personally connect with the universe by being in nature, so you just feel so much more connected and I feel like your intuition heightens, so
0: that's, yeah, that's why I reckon. Another Twitter moment, because you are nature. (laughs) get a tattoo of that too. (laughs) I love that. It's so true, though. Your intuition really does heighten. That's honestly, the only time mm-hmm. I write poetry is when mm-hmm. I'm in nature. It. I remember when I was in London, it wasn't coming as frequently, except for when I would go to the parks or like yeah. a little outside of London. Sometimes I wonder if like nature delivers it to you.
1: Yes, actually, I read this amazing book last year called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert.
0: Oh, My favorite. Oh,
1: I love it. (laughs) Do you remember when she talks about how ideas are these like little energies Mm -hmm. that are floating around you?
0: Floating around? Yeah. And when
1: you're ready, you receive it.
0: (laughs) And it might float away to someone else if you don't catch it. (laughs)
1: Yes. So I love that mindset. And I feel like being in nature like really allows you to catch all the perfect ideas.
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Julie Etmeier asks, Future travel destinations your heart is calling you to explore.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I actually don't have many travels planned for this year just because I'm more focusing on moving out and getting my own place this year. Yeah, good for you. But I'm actually flying to Bali on Sunday, so I'm very excited for Bali. And in March, I will be road tripping around Australia in my little car for like a month.
0: So Very exciting. That's fun. That would be so cool to road trip around Australia. Like, because it's so diverse. It's so beautiful. That's going to be so cool.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I love it. Well, and if you ever (laughs) want to come to the States, let me know. Yes.
1: Oh, I would love to. Actually, I'm possibly going to Canada in your winter. No, in your summer. (laughs) My winter.
0: Oh, really? Wait, what part? I'm going to be in Vancouver a few times, I think, throughout the summer. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, your manifestation chapter. Now you can manifest. Go into Canada soon. So we definitely need to talk manifestation Mm -hmm. because it's something most... All of us, well, we either love or intend to practice more of manifestation practices. And you clearly have a couple golden nuggets or two about uh, how we can better dance with the universe. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your methods of manifestation? And also, Rakalaya Kurtzman was curious about it too. Rakalaya, Rakalaya. That's a beautiful name, Rakalaya.
1: I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, So for me, the three top things would be journaling, painting and affirmations Mm. and actually meditation as well, but definitely don't meditate as much as I should. So (laughs) painting, journaling and affirmations are my three top tips. When I paint, I just get into this flow state and I just feels so connected and i feel like that flow state just helps to manifest so well and journaling is amazing for your mind figuring out what you actually want and setting yourself some goals on how to get it and affirmations just put you into positive
0: state of mind Yeah, to align you with those manifestations but you know why you probably don't meditate a lot is because you paint and that is such a meditative practice that
1: is very true actually never thought about that
0: (laughs) i mean that is one reason why they're starting to sell a lot of those like mindful coloring books, whatever, because it really does like get you in that state Mm -hmm. of meditation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's probably why you're probably like, "Uh, I've already done it for six hours today. I'm good. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. (laughs) (laughs) What is your vision for your future that you might be manifesting right now? Whatever you feel comfortable sharing, of course, because you should keep some sacred.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so even though I love keeping secrets, I feel like putting your intentions and goals out there just sets it in stone because once you know that people know they expect it from you and you want to like fulfill their expectations, that's actually motivating.
0: <laughs> Truth. Very um, much so true. Especially if you are somebody that <laughs> mm-hmm. really does well, performs well mm-hmm. when you're held accountable. Exactly. So
1: um this year, um, instead of I want to expand Drew my moons and my business, and instead of just selling art online, I want to actually work with people, and I would love to run my own events and watercolor workshops and journaling sessions, and yeah, just make this beautiful experience for people who want to get into mindfulness and journaling and painting and yes so that is my vision for the future events and watercolor workshops
0: oh my gosh that sounds so perfect for you
1: (laughs) if i'm lucky retreat
0: (laughs) oh yes you oh yes you need to do a retreat that (laughs) that's in the works the universe heard we heard and we're all looking forward to it
1: so yeah you better expect it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah right (laughs) all right ooh Final chapter. This one I can't wait mm-hmm. to hear from on you. Uh, on self love. Mm-hmm. Now, I've also, I've been actively reminding myself of my own love in many different ways. I give myself the love I deserve almost daily, and I but I have to constantly actually remind myself to do that because otherwise I really can easily shift and fall off in a sad or feel a little less than state of mind. Mm-hmm. But. I'm aware of it and I do what I know, what I know lifts me up Mm -hmm. and connects me to myself Mm -hmm. and my soul and my love. And so someone though, just glimpsing at you for the first time, they may think she seems so happy and she's got it all together and she's happy all the time. And she has a strong love for herself, which you Mm -hmm. clearly do. But do you ever struggle with self-love and acceptance on all things Mm -hmm. and what do you do to keep yourself aligned and in in love with you
1: so I don't struggle with self-love as much as I stress out (laughs) I I can stress out a lot and just make myself feel very overwhelmed so I I would say what I do to help me calm my mind and get into in touch touch with my inner self again is what you can do to get more into self-love and self-acceptance so I feel like my advice is still going to be valid (laughs) even though more about what I do if I'm overwhelmed um I feel like self-love is closely connected to gratitude by the way so practicing gratitude every day even writing like Five to six things, your Grateful Forge day will help. And realizing that you are literally a miracle and the fact that you exist right now is magical. And think of all the moments and circumstances that had to align so you could exist. And yeah, so a few of my favorite ways to de-stress that you can use for self-love is having some tea and a long bath or if you live next to the ocean swim in the ocean i feel like water really has the power to make you feel so much better journaling going for a walk in nature reading a book breathing meditating if you love physical activity then move your body because honestly doing what you love makes you love yourself i feel like i feel like that's that's the key doing what you love
0: mm. That's been the theme for this podcast. Just do what you love for exactly. all things. Yes. And you answered also Taylor Boyce's question because she was really curious about stressors mm-hmm. and oh, how yeah. you relieve your stress. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what you do. You take, you set yes. tea, take long baths. Do you, ever, do you ever add bubbles or rose petals to your baths? <laughs> oh, uh,
1: yes. I actually add uh, lavender essential oil to my bath is amazing but yeah sometimes I add flower petals if I want to feel a little extra special (laughs)
0: Ooh, I need to do that lavender that's so smart
1: lavender oil is amazing I've been putting a few drops on my pillowcase as well each night and it's so relaxing
0: and another one as well for me um to de-stress every single time is just my breath
1: Mm -hmm. it's a Mm -hmm.
0: constant reminder of how this is part of the journey. Like you, when you take it, that slow, silent moment. Yes. <laughs> and you focus on your breath for that si- that moment. In that moment, you remember this is part of the journey. And for whatever reason, my breath is the one thing that really de-stresses me. Wow. So, Taylor, there you go. <laughs> and Tara Lee Mueller asks, oh, she is such an inspiration. You are. <laughs> Thank you. I would love to know how she finds the balance between creating authentic art to nurture herself and creating art to put out into the world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I feel like for me, both are the same. Actually, everything I create, I create because I'm excited about the project or if I'm passionate about it or if I think it will look beautiful. And I I don't know what people how people will react to it but I will put it out anyway and most of the time people will love it (laughs) so first of all I yeah I create everything that I personally enjoy and that's the beauty in what I do because I don't work for anyone else I just do what I like and people seem to like it so it's a, this perfect, like, exchange.
0: <laughs> and people feed off it. Like how we were talking about in the beginning mm-hmm. about nourishing your mm-hmm. body with high-vibing foods and yeah. consciously created foods. Like when a chef act- yeah. consciously puts love into the food, you can actually, like, feel it when you mm-hmm. take a bite. Mm-hmm. And so that energy Not that true. you're putting into your art, that is something that we feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's probably why we can deeply connect with it because you're such a wonderful soul oh
1: that's so special to me that's literally all I could ever want
0: oh, oh man I freaking love you all right are you ready for a rapid fire
1: yes I just need to take a sip of water
0: <laughs> that's okay I'm going to too oh it's so good I have this like cute little straw and Lani Kai juice mason jar oh, that I drink my water out of oh. Oh, anyways. <laughs> Rapid fire. Ready. Ready. Sage or Palo Santo? Sage. Early bird or night owl?
1: Oh, definitely early bird.
0: What's your morning routine?
1: Oh, wake up, package orders,
0: <laughs> have breakfast. <laughs> That's not a bad routine to wake up and just have to send your art to people that love it. I mean, <laughs> No wonder. Like, I do think that we're very sensitive. Our beings are very sensitive in the morning. Mm-hmm. So whatever energy we're putting out in the morning wow. is really what's going to be continued to yes. deliver into our lives. And so, yes, yes I yes. think that's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Water or oil color?
1: Ooh.
0: Or acrylic? Water color. Yes. Yeah, me too.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. I've never painted with oil um, paints, actually
0: interesting would you yeah. ever try
1: oh I would I would for sure
0: yes yeah in the future bright colors or pastel
1: Pastels.
0: favorite breakfast
1: smoothie every single morning I make a smoothie
0: what's in your smoothie you have to tell us
1: <laughs> blueberries bananas coconut water cheese seeds hemp seeds um coconut shreds as well and that's yeah,
0: that's all. That's all. Ah, oh, it's simple but delicious. I've had many smoothies mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> so good. Favorite dinner?
1: Potatoes, roasted sweet potatoes.
0: <laughs> mm, oh my gosh, that sounds so good right now. What <laughs> is? Do you know your dosha? Uh, yes,
1: definitely vata.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Actually, crazy how much I relate to vata. Because they're also very, very light sleepers, and I'm the lightest sleeper I know.
0: <laughs> mm, that's it's very interesting. interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I was super vata, I because you know we evolve and change all the time, but I was mm-hmm. an insomniac. Yes. <laughs> oh my, <gosh>. I know. <laughs> It's so interesting um now I sleep pretty well <laughs> except for when 3 a.m rolls around if 3 a.m rolls around and there's a noise outside I hear it it's so weird uh,
1: that's
0: amazing uh
1: spirit animal a horse
0: <laughs> I see it why are you a horse
1: because my mom loves horses so when I was little she would just do all she could to just bring me closer to a horse and let me touch a horse and Since I was little, I've been having a lot of dreams about horses as well, so they just come to me all the time, and every time I see a horse, I have to pull over and pat it, and I'm hoping to adopt a horse. When I get my own place, that would be so magical.
0: Do you have a name in mind for this future horse, because that's happening? No,
1: I don't, actually. Well,
0: paint her, paint her, she's coming. Yes, yes. (laughs) And journal about her. And mm-hmm. uh, what was the other one that you said? Medi- uh, not med, not uh, journal, uh, visualize, paint, and Aff- affirmations. Affirmations. Affirm. I love my horse. I am happy this horse is mine. <laughs> That's great. Yes. <laughs> I, have <a> <laughs> <horse>. <laughs> I have a horse. I have a horse. I am a horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a freaking unicorn, Annie. <laughs> 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 uh favorite crystal oh either
1: labradorite or amethyst
0: yes yes to both oh isn't that like one of the hardest questions
1: yeah i know (laughs) it's like asking what's your favorite color like i don't have mine oh and what is it
0: oh i don't have one
1: but i would (laughs) say i love blues like shades of Mm. blue
0: yeah like the ocean Mm -hmm. who are some of your greatest influences wow I've never thought about that. (laughs) Hmm. Maybe just yourself and what comes to mind. Yeah, I feel like,
1: yeah, I get my inspiration from within. I don't really use any other artists for inspiration, but there are some amazing ones on Instagram, but no one's specific.
0: Right, I love that. Your favorite qualities of your zodiac sign? Ooh, so I'm a Taurus
1: and uh, my favorite qualities, I feel like Taurus doesn't have, heaps of positive qualities everyone just says how stubborn they are (laughs) which I'm definitely stubborn uh but Tauruses love to eat and I guess I love to eat so that's my favorite quality I
0: love to eat Tauruses love to eat that's so great (laughs) oh man so do Leo's I guess so do all humans I feel like right man those humans that don't i just don't understand i don't what? understand <laughs> i know music well. recommendations to listen to after this podcast
1: oh one second i just wanted to say when people tell me that they haven't had breakfast yet and it's like 1 p.m what are you doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm intermittent fasting <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Oh, no, there are days where like my body actually really doesn't want anything in the morning. Oh, and no. so I don't <laughs> like there I really are. Usually I want some breakfast because it like days that I don't work out or something, I just don't feel mm-hmm. hungry. But I sometimes do sometimes don't. I just don't want to eat if I'm not hungry.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, so music recommendations. Yes. Let me get my little list on my phone. If That's OK. Are you on Spotify or SoundCloud? SoundCloud. Oh. Team SoundCloud.
0: Ah. There's, there are a few of you. <laughs> a few.
1: <laughs> so basically, I, I don't listen to a specific artist. I have like a 100 songs and they're all by different artists, but there are a few that I really, really love, which is Angus and Julia Stone, my favorite. I've seen them live a few times. They're amazing. All of their songs are so beautiful and dreamy. Angus and Julia Stone. I love Yellow Days, San Francisco, Lumineers, Triathlon, Bedrooms. I I love a lot of Australian artists, like Sticky Fingers as well.
0: I love that name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a bit weird. What is your favorite date with your man?
1: Oh, I would say... And what's his name? His name is Matt. (laughs) Matt. Yeah, he's a photographer. Um,
0: Perfect. Does he take a lot of your photos?
1: Mm, not all of them but yeah yeah a lot yeah uh we travel a lot together I would say favorite date would be I'm not sure if it's like just because I'm feeling like that right now but I just love staying in and getting Uber Eats or Takeaway and just watching a movie together
0: <laughs> yes uh I feel like that's what me and my future boo will just do all the time yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> like i love going out but it's just so cozy to be inside
0: oh. i know little homebodies. <laughs> oh yeah um what movie are you guys or tv show are you guys watching at the moment
1: mm, i have watched so many tv shows just because it's so easy to watch tv shows while i'm packaging orders or painting
0: oh, yeah. and i am
1: embarrassed to admit that i have been watching the riverdale on netflix
0: The Re- oh riverdale that's not embarrassing yeah. I oh, see really? how <laughs> like I haven't I haven't seen it yet, but uh-huh. I hear it's very interesting. And plus it's very uh, uh, what it's like a mystery, right? It makes you think, it keeps you on your yes, toes. Yes. Well
1: trust me, <laughs> when you watch it you will realize it's it's slightly embarrassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you admitted it though. It's okay. I am obsessed with like arrested development in the office that I just keep watching over and over. It's okay. Can you hear my dog? yes hi buddy what's one, your one's dog's a... name bonnie one one i'm just gonna it's totally come. fine <laughs> i'll be right oh
1: <sighs> sorry about that i'm back
0: that's okay <laughs> how what kind of dog is bonnie
1: she's a kelpie it's an australian breed
0: she's so <gasps> cute Ooh, i'll have to google kelpie yeah oh book you're currently reading if any I'm
1: actually currently reading the second sequel to the Celestine Prophecy
0: Ali got me that book forever ago you have read it Uh, the Celestine Prophecy yes but not the second one what is it
1: there are three three more books there's the Celestine Prophecy then there's the 10th Insight 11th and the 12th so now I'm halfway through the 10th (laughs) Insight
0: wow oh my god amazing okay I'm excited (laughs) define the universe
1: oh everything that's around you and within you oh
0: yes define art
1: thoughts brought into this physical world
0: whoa (laughs) i just got major chills oh my gosh that's another tweet
1: (laughs) (laughs) another tattoo
0: yes another tattoo Uh, define love (laughs) that is so
1: hard i know i know i feel love is love is what you came from and love is the highest vibrational state you can be in
0: damn (laughs) breaking out more chills breaking out more tattoos oh my gosh annie that's beautiful (laughs) oh so the universe gave you Free billboards to share. One message across the main highways in major cities all around the world. What would these billboards read?
1: Oh, I feel like I have like an answer straight up for this one. I (laughs) I feel like a lot of people need a reminder that their problems are not as important and not as big as they think they are. So... Maybe a billboard that is saying your problems aren't as big as you think they are.
0: (laughs) I love that. Got problems? Yeah, because we
1: just worry about such little things and – if you put it into perspective it's just, it's nothing you know
0: and it is a reminder that everybody does need to hear because we're carrying around all these all these ideas that this story this narrative we've created is a problem mm-hmm. which is probably not in the grand scheme of things it's actually probably a blessing so exactly i love yeah. that you walk into a time traveling portal to see your 16 year old self <laughs> what would you whisper in her ear to prepare her for her journey ahead?
1: Don't allow yourself to be so influenced by the people you surround yourself with. When I was 16, I surrounded myself with people who were into partying and boys and drinking and I was only 16 but I was really affected by that and I found myself doing the same thing and now when I look back I think to myself wow like who was I
0: (laughs) you have come a long way oh yeah (laughs) wow so the last question which you probably can't predict (laughs) That I ask all the Euro Magic guests, how would you advise the Euro Magic listeners to create their own magic?
1: Discover what connects you with your inner self, and never stop doing that.
0: Mm. Tattoo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Another tweet.
0: Another tweet. Tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Annie. Oh my gosh! Thank you <laughs> so <laughs> thank much. You. This was so magical and I know that everybody like has at least one thing, if not a hundred things to take away and start wanting to create and do what lights them up and makes them happy.
1: Yeah, I'm so happy we had this chat. Thank you so much for having me on. It was so, so lovely to share my thoughts and yeah, I'm happy. If you take anything from this podcast, I am so, so happy.
0: Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I am so happy too. Oh my gosh. Oh, and where can everyone find you? So I
1: have Instagram, my personal Instagram, Annie Tarasova, and my art account at Dreamy Moons, Dreamy underscore Moons. And I have a little Etsy shop, Dreamy Moons, and I have a YouTube account, Annie Tarasova. So I'll be somewhere, somewhere on one of those platforms you'll find me. <laughs>
0: which you have an amazing Instagram, you have an amazing YouTube and very informative, but also very like aesthetically beautiful. And then your art though on Etsy, check that out (laughs) right now. It's amazing. Annie, thank you again. I think that you are just such a magical being and I'm so thankful that you create everything that you do.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so glad we found each other.
0: (laughs) Me too. Thank you Yomis for introducing me to her. (laughs) that is a wrap i hope this episode was expanding for you in some way shape or form feel free to visit our site at your or check out my shop eyesofaspen.com. connect with the other your own magic listeners we would love to see more conversations started on the your own magic facebook group so with all that being said thank you so much again for tuning in and i hope you have a magical rest of your day